Welcome to Sundays with a Promise. These podcasts are designed to uplift you and to educate you, to help bring you clarity and understanding, and to help empower you to walk in your purpose. Our guide for Sundays with a Promise is none other than Dr. Sandra Harrigan. Now let's listen in on today's episode of Sunday with a Promise. Greetings to everyone. It's another great day. Doc Sandra here. Welcome to Sunday with a Promise. And we continue with Don't Limit God. And this lesson is titled Fear of Man. And this is part one, Fear of Man. And I begin by letting you know, fear activates the enemy, Satan himself, and releases his power the same way that faith activates God and releases his power. And I'm sure we all know that fear paralyzes people. Yet many people are living their lives in fear. One fear that limits what God can do in our lives is the fear of man, also known as persecution. Nobody likes to be persecuted. God created us for relationship and for fellowship. It's not normal or natural for us to like people hating or criticizing us, but we can cast our cares about whatever we are going through, cast them on the Lord, according to 1 Peter 5, 7. When we start doing what God called us to do, we have a huge target drawn on our back, it would seem. Increased influence comes from increased criticism. That's why most people would rather stay in the background. They don't want to face the criticism and persecution that go along with stepping out and doing what God called them to do. And the vast majority of Christians are insecure because they are so paranoid about somebody criticizing them. And it says in Proverbs 29 and 25, the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever puts his trust in the Lord shall be safe. We see many people plead. Many people believe we have to plead with God to get him involved in our fears, in our affairs. But this paints a totally different picture. He's longing. He's seeking to get involved in our needs. If the Lord is this desirous to get involved in our deliverance, then the problem has to be that there aren't many people whose hearts are perfect in his sight. And this doesn't mean that they're perfect people, just people who are truly trusting him and being committed to him. If we are so insecure that we can't handle another person's criticism, we will never see the fullness of God in our lives. And then there's 1 Kings 17 and 1 that says, Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my words. Hmm. In a sense, Elijah was pronouncing what God's word said would happen. The Holy Spirit simply quickened the written word of God to him. And each one of us has a word from God. If we are saved, we have God's word on salvation. If we are baptized in the Holy Spirit, we have God's word on the baptism, etc. 
The only difference is that Elijah knew what he had and was fearless in speaking it. He went right to the top person in the nation. Yes, Elijah stood in front of a king who was killing all of God's uh, prophets, knowing that he himself could be killed. He was bold enough to speak the truth. We will limit what God can do through us if we know something is true, but won't stand up for the truth because we are afraid of what people will say. We have become addicted to everyone's acceptance. And it's really a sad commentary. It's not that we should enjoy the rejection of others, but we should get to a place where if God loves us, which he does, then we ought to be sufficient. He ought to be sufficient for us in everything and in every way. It's amazing how insecure we become when we aren't in a vibrant relationship with God. Then we need to have approval from someone else. For us to debate whether we're going to do what God tells us to do because someone might not like it, it is the fear of man. We have no right to reject the truth for other people. We need to give people the right to reject his word on their own. You see, when we don't tell people the truth because we're afraid of how they might respond, we reject the truth for them. And we look at the Leviticus 19 and 17. Do not nurse hatred in your heart for any of your relatives. Confront people directly so you will not be held guilty of their sin. And this is really amazing. Most people think this way, but the Lord said we hate our brothers if we don't rebuke them by telling them the truth. And it's, it's the truth we know from John 8 and 32 that sets people free. So when we fail to speak the truth to someone for whatever the reason, we are actually loving ourselves more than we love them. And that's a hard truth to really swallow or, or, or embrace. You see, this is forbidden in the next verse in Leviticus 19 and 18. We don't want the rejection or persecution that follow. So we keep quiet. And so we need to recognize that that's wrong. So as I close, let us speak the truth in love. We don't have to fear anyone who may disagree with us. Amen. Thank you for joining us on today's Sundays with the Promise. Make it a great day.